99.1 The Sports Animal. Excited about this weekend in baseball. Marquee top 10 matchup between the Tennessee Volunteers and the Florida Gators and one of the voices of the Florida Gators. And does a great job for WRUF in Gainesville. A number of other outlets. Our friend, Paisan Steve Russell joins us. Hey, Steve. Vincent hey, Knoxville, how are you, my man? Doing well. And thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And um, it, it, this will be fun this weekend. Is What do you think about these two top 10 teams matching up this weekend in Knoxville? First of all, I think Coach Vitello's done a terrific job, you know, resurrecting Tennessee's program in a very short period of time. You know, I, I really think when you go back to the beginning of the year, Vince and Florida was ranked number one in, you know, every poll. I think that took a toll on them. I, I, I really do. And they also had some injuries in the bullpen, some Tommy Johns that have really, really hurt in terms of what Kevin O'Sullivan can do out of the bullpen. I don't think anybody thought Judd Fabian would be struggling the way that he is. Uh, Kirby McMullen isn't hitting as of late. So he's really still trying to find the right offensive and defensive combination. You wouldn't think that halfway through the year, but there's still some places here unsettled. It's interesting, that expectation on this team, because Florida was one of the model teams that people looked at and said, look at how deep and talented college baseball is going to be this year with Mace, Leftwich, and all the incoming talent on top of that because of the eligibility and and the shortened draft. Why do you think that with all that talent, the coaching pedigree, why do you think that pressure has gotten to them a little bit? A couple of reasons. One, I, I, I think there's some been some guys here like Fabian Rivera at shortstop who we thought were going to have really big years. And so far, they have not. And because Rivera hasn't really plugged the shortstop hole, well, now he's got Jordan Carrion over there. He's got Rivera playing some second base. Uh, Matt Gassetti, who's come out of nowhere behind the plate, is now hurt. So that forces Nathan Hickey to catch. He's a great offensive player, but he's not a particularly good defensive catcher. So now they played him at first base last night. They're just trying to find the right places. And then, Vince, with their starting pitching, it's been good, but it hasn't gone deep into games. They've thrown a lot of pitches, you know, six, five, six innings. They go out in a bullpen, which has been a little bit shaky, especially at the beginning of the year, didn't help either. So they're still trying to mix and match and figure things out. Well, take us through that rotation, specifically those top guys and what you've seen from them this year. Well, if you look at the ERAs of Mason Lepwich, they're both good. But last week, he, he really pulled a stunner because he, he did not start them in, in the series. Um, Christian Scott's been really good. Franco Aleman had a rough start to the year, but he's really come on now. He just thought, look, these are my four best arms. I'm going to throw them out there. And it worked because they won two out of three against a good old Miss team, I don't think he'll do that this weekend. I think he'll go Mace, Leftwich, Barco. Uh, Mace has been really, really good, but again, hasn't pitched deep into games. Leftwich has been kind of in and out. You know, he's been good in some starts, not so good in others. Same with Hunter Barco. You know, all as a lefty, you know, really, really high draft potential, but he's walked a few guys. He's pitched deep into counts, and therefore, he's not gone deep into games. And then so, the bullpen's hat has had to be used a little more than I think Sully thought. Joined by Steve Russell from WRUF in Gainesville, previewing Tennessee and Florida in baseball this weekend in Knoxville, Lindsey Nelson Stadium. We'll talk some football in a moment as well. So, Steve, how do you explain the defense for the Florida Gators? Worst in fielding percentage, worst in number of errors this year. With all that talent, how do you explain that? 
But once again, I, I don't think people thought Rivera would have a problem at shortstop, and he did. Kirby McMullen playing third base. He hasn't really done badly, but, you know, he's not – his forte is not defense. At second base, you've got a guy in Halter over there who's played a lot and has hit, but he has not defended well. And at first base, you know, Jordan Butler's played there a little bit. You know, he's done okay. It's just been this mixing and matching in the infield that really have not had a set – day-to-day lineup that you can put out there. And, for example, the other night, they made four errors. They beat Stetson, but committed four errors. And three of them were just, you know, Hickey threw a ball away behind the plate. There was a play at short where they threw one wide of the bag. I mean, just stuff you don't normally see, Vince. And part of that's youth. You know, they're, they're, they're young in the infield. And you hope, as the season wears on, they get back. They had started getting better. And then that four-error game hit a couple of nights ago. Now, last night they played better, so we'll see. What are the best attributes and the strengths of this Gators team as it sits right now? Well, you've got some guys who I think have, have – Sterling Thompson has been a surprise in the outfield. Very, very solid player, hitting next to nearly 300. He's been pretty good. J.Y., Jacob Young, he is so fun to watch, Vince. He leads things off. He's batting as a leadoff hitter. Throughout the season, he's batting over 500 as a leadoff guy. That's just ridiculous. And he's had a terrific year. And Nathan Hickey can really hit. So I think the the hitting part of it has been pretty good. Defensively, so-so. And pitching-wise, I would say a little bit better than average. But, again, because some of the guys they counted on can't pitch, that bullpen has been shortened. And, for example, last night, Timmy Manning, really highly rated prospect, started last night, and in, in three innings, got the first two outs, and then walked people. It, it was, I've never seen that. First two outs, walk, walk. First two outs, walk, walk. It was weird. So, you know, they were counting on him, and he still may help, but once again, not as deep in the pitching. So I would say strength-wise, their up-and-down lineup is pretty good. That the offense is probably their strength right now. Steve, moving to football, obviously the Gators got an early start to spring practice. What were some of your biggest takeaways from this year's Dan Mullen squad? One of the worst ones, Vince, was that we didn't get to see any of it yeah. you know, in person. We got to see it you know, Instagram and you know, things like that. There's three storylines here to me for this football team. One is the obvious, replacing Kyle Trask and replacing all that productivity at wide receiver. The reports on Emory Jones have been mixed. The kid can throw the football. I mean, arm strength is not an issue, okay? But can he be as accurate? Can he make the throws that Kyle Trask made without the security blanket of a Kyle Pitts, without the security blanket of a Trayvon Grimes or Kadarius Tony? They're all gone. They're loaded at running back. I don't see how they're going to play five guys deep at tailback, but that's not my problem. The second storyline is the offensive line. I think the right side of the offensive line, Vince, was not very good last year and because of the COVID and who can come back and who can't they get Reese back for another year but DeLance on the right side is probably going to be the starter right now but I don't know that he's penciled in they really like Ethan White a lot so again to me that's the storyline number two and number three the defense especially at the back end with Grantham's defenses Vince when they've been good he's had a disruptor He's had a Grenard type of guy that you've got to look at and you got to account for that guy. And because they can rush off the edge and do different things, 
his defense is better. They didn't have that last year. And I think that was part of the reason, not all the reason why you know, they were so poor. When you look back at tape, and there's guys in, in the middle of a play waving to the sideline, what's the play? What's the coverage? What are we doing? That that just can't happen. And I hope it doesn't this time around. Well, we saw that in Knoxville. So <laughs> you, can, you can get that with different results. <laughs> yeah, it's not a one-place thing. That's for sure. <laughs> Steve, appreciate your time. Thank you so much, and enjoy the Anytime, weekend, my man. Friend. Anytime you know it. Thank you. Thank you. That is Steve Russell from WRUF in Gainesville, as good as it gets here on 99.1, the Sports Channel.